Good morning, good morning, and welcome to another episode of Money Matters. Today, I want to talk about a topic that most people don't discuss and affects us as parents. So if you have children, this is predominantly or geared towards you. Um, I'm titling this episode, Are We Setting Our Kids Up For Failure? Why do I ask this question, are we setting our kids up for failure? Here's why. We have been taught that we should go from, you know, we should go to school, elementary school, middle school, high school, and then from high school, go to college and get a degree, right? So like Robert Kiyosaki says, the lessons or, or the, the strategies we're taught by our parents are go to school, get good grades, go to college, get good grades, get an edu- you know, uh, get a degree and get a good job. And that once you get a good job, everything is going to be A-OK. You're going to be secure for your future. You're going to, you don't, you won't have to worry as soon as long as you get a college degree. And uh, like one of my coaches said, you know, college has been packaged for us as the key or the door to success that once you get a college degree you no longer have to worry about struggling you know we won't have to struggle the way our parents did and so on and so forth but the fact of the matter is that that's not the case you know packet uh college has been packaged as part of attaining the american dream so, for example, I just recently uh, shared a post on my Facebook by Dr. Boyce Watkins that said, um, college is no longer a part of the American dream. College is a part of American debt. And that is why I want to talk on this topic you know I spoke about it on my own personal Facebook page and on my Facebook like page but and I did want a, a video on YouTube about it so I want to do a podcast on that here and I want to ask that question you know are we setting our kids up for failure by sending them to college by making them um, think that that's the only way, right? And the fact of the matter is, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that's not the only way. But we'll get into that later. So... Why do I ask this question? Are we setting our kids up for failure? 
right? Our kids, well, let's start from the beginning. Where do we get our financial education from? We get our financial education from our parents. Who do they get their education from? From their parents and them from their parents and so on and so forth. So what ends up happening is that we continue a cycle of um, strategies or a path that doesn't work or is no longer valid for our time. Right? We have now a time where technology is advancing at a rapid pace. You know, we now have technologies that our parents and grandparents never had. We now, because of this technical technological advancement, are finding that less and less jobs are available to us. Right? So, because of this situation, because of this scenario, we are not properly preparing for a lifestyle or future based on the circumstances that we're in right now. Please don't mind my birds in the background. So, let's discuss that for a minute. You know, um, we take our kids, we send them to college. They go from elementary school, middle school, high school, college. Now, they go into high school with no financial education. They go into college with no financial education. They graduate college with no financial education. But here's the kicker. We send our kids to college with the intention that it's going to make them better. Right? Oh, once you get that degree, you're set. Once you get that degree, it's smooth sailing. And it turns out that it's not the fact. So, for example, once we send our kids to to college and they spend at least four years, two to four years in college, then they maybe go for a graduate program or a PhD or if they're in the medical field or the law field, you know, they have law school, medical school, extra education on top of the four years that they already did. And what happens? By the time our kids graduate college, they are anywhere from twenty to a hundred thousand dollars in debt. Twenty to a hundred thousand dollars in debt. And so they branch out into adulthood, into you know the real world. 
already in the negative. Right? So our kids' first exposure, our first exposure to adulthood is in debt. So it makes you wonder, like, why aren't we preparing our kids ahead of time? Why aren't we... As parents doing what we should be doing because the, the schools are not doing it. So, for example, I have been taking it upon myself to teach my children about money, finances, how money works, how to make money work for you. Right? So, First thing I'm doing is I have, for example, my son um, reading Think and Grow Rich. Why? Because I want that book to set a foundation for the mind state that I want him to have. My oldest daughter, who's 12, is reading um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad for Teens. And that is putting her into learning about investments. Then when they come and visit me and they come and see me, spend the weekend with me, we review, you know, the, the information that they have learned. We review the, their understanding of that information. Then once I get through that, I might teach them something. You know, that relates to it. My next plan is that I want to start an investment portfolio on behalf of my son and my daughters. Why? Because this way, if we have this investment portfolio built up, right to a substantial level by the time they graduate college should they choose to go to college they're not deeply hit by the debt of college right so if, if I can end up building a portfolio that by the time they retire, let's say maybe $50,000. One, they're already generating income. Two, if anything, those $50,000 in, in investments can be sold and cover their um, tuition or their debt. Or if it's built substantially enough before they go to college, they can use these investments, the returns on the investments, the dividends on the investments to pay their tuition and not fall into debt. These are things that we're not taught 
we were never taught, better said, by our parents because they didn't know, right? We didn't know, they didn't know, our grandparents didn't know, our great-grandparents didn't know. A lot of us are put into the mentality that some of these things are things that we can never do, right? We're poor, so only rich people invest. We're poor, so maybe only people who can afford it go to college. We're poor, and all we can do is work. But that's not the case. That's not the fact. The fact is that if we put in the effort and we take the time to educate ourselves, we can attain that level. And that is one of the things that, and don't mind the plug in this, but that's one of the things that I enjoy about and love about my econ is that right now I'm getting the education that I should have gotten when I was in high school, in junior high school. You know, when I went to college or that my parents should have known. I mean, some of the information I've already known from my own research, but it's one thing doing the research and they're telling you this is how it should be. It's another thing to do the, to have or be taught how to implement that now, right? You go to school, and here's the kicker with, with, with school. You go to college, you go to, you know, to, you study for four years to major in your chosen field. And then what happens? When you come out of college, you can't get a job because you have no experience. That's like a major kick in the ass. You come out of college and now it's like, okay, I want to get a job in my chosen field. And when you go to apply, you're asked, how much experience do you have? That's why when I, when I would look for work, it was always so difficult to look for work because they want five years experience, two years experience, three years experience. And it's like, how am I supposed to get the experience if I'm not allowed to work? How do I get the experience if I don't get the job? And when you go to school, they don't consider four years studying, you know, in your chosen major as building experience. So what do we spend four years in college for? What do we waste four to 10 years in college for? And supplementary uh, schools. 
Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying college is bad. I'm not saying don't go to college. But I'm just giving a perspective on a different perspective. Because we keep being sold the story that you need college, you need college, you need college. I mean, I remember seeing reports of a woman who had a law degree and was working as a babysitter because she was overqualified for a job. And that's a word I want to talk about too, overqualified. A made-up term used to not want to pay you what you should be paid. But then sometimes my question is this, what do my qualifications matter? Am I qualified to do the job? If I can do the job, then pay me what the job is worth. Don't worry about what else I can do that is not related to my job or whatever that, I, um, that I'm applying for. Like one of my mentors has an English degree And with his English degree, he showed a bunch of rejection letters. He couldn't work for ADP. He couldn't work for, you know, a bunch of other companies. Even though, again, he had a college degree, he was unable to find work. Nobody wanted to hire him. Or again, they would throw out that term, you're overqualified. Then that's crazy that people would throw out such a word. But this is something to think about, you know, is college worth the sacrifice? Now, I teach my kids to go to college, but if it's not for them, it's not for them. If my kids can build a, and this is something that I'm instilling in them from now, if they can start a business that they can scale up starting from now, if they can find something they're passionate about, that they can master and implement this in a business fashion or start a business out of it and don't need to go to college then don't go to college you know do you build that business up but if you do go to college and you do get a job Don't stick to just the job. Work the job, but build a business on the side. As a matter of fact, I just shared an article on my Facebook that in California, $117,000. hundred and seventeen thousand dollars 
is considered low income. Low income, $117,000. Or was on the verge of being considered low income. Now, if $117,000 is going to start being considered low income, what does that say to the person working a job for $50,000? The person working at McDonald's for $20,000? The person making $60,000? This shit is crazy. It really is. This shit is really crazy. And if we don't take the time, take the opportunity to build ourselves up, build up our skill sets, branch out and take initiatives and certain steps to prepare us, then where are we going to be? Where are we going to be? This is why I chose to start this podcast. Because there's information. There's things that we need to learn. As. As people. Period. Like It doesn't even matter. Race, creed or religion. Everybody needs to know this information. They need to know how to be prepared. Because at the end of the day, if you're not prepared, you're going to suffer big time. Like I said in one of the prior podcasts, when it's time to retire, retirement is not about age. Retirement is about money. Do you have the money to retire? I quoted this statistic from the Department of Social Security. By their 65th birthday, so take your birthday, the the date or the year, the birth year you were born. And by your 65th birthday, 34, 36% of the people who were born on the same year as you will be dead by the time you turn 65 or by your 65th birthday. 54% of those people will be living off the government or living off their children. So they're supported by government programs or their children. Five of those people are still working. 5% of those people are still working. 4% of those people are financially successful, which means they made it to a level where maybe their pensions, are 
enough to support their lifestyle or they've saved enough money that their savings plus pensions plus social security is enough for them to live and only 1% are wealthy. I'm going to repeat that. By your 65th birthday, 36% of the people who were born in the same year as you will be dead. 54 will be dependent on their children or the government. 5 will still 5% will still be working. 4% will be financially successful and 1% will be wealthy. But if you get a college degree, you'll be set. And the thing that really set this in motion, the thing that really drilled this into my head was when my cousin passed away Thanksgiving Day. She went to serve herself some food in the kitchen and falls to the floor. She apparently had a uh, I think like a stroke, a heart attack, an aneurysm, like she hit her head, all these things at one time. That pretty much by the time she hit the ground, she was uh, brain dead. And she was only 55 years old. My mom turns 55 this year. So this this concept that some of these people will not make it to the age of 65 retirement. So-called retirement was was never drilled into me. Or I, I, it didn't impact me until this happened to my cousin. When I realized my mom was close by, was close to that age, and she still has, you know, so-called ten years before she hits retirement age, even though she's no longer working. But I, it's like my mom, and I try to talk to her about it. Start trying to build investments so that that way, maybe in the next 10 years, you won't have to work. You, I mean, she doesn't not have to work, but she won't have to depend on the government. She won't have to depend on the fact that, like in the state of California, low income may be... $117,000 may be considered low income. My mom didn't even make anywhere near $17,000. You know, so it's like... We as a people, we as, as the working class need to wake up. We need to pull the curtain... And get that information that is required for us to live. That is required 
for us to survive. Because at the end of the day, that's what it boils down to, survival. And a job is not cutting it. A college degree that doesn't guarantee you a job anymore is not cutting it. We need to learn and we need to teach our children about business ownership, entrepreneurship, uh, investments. Now, don't get me wrong. Is everybody tailored for business ownership? No. Is everybody tailored to be an entrepreneur? No. But everybody can build an investment account. Everybody can control their finances so that they don't have debts. And so on and so forth. That is the education I feel we need to have that's far more important than college. But we need to teach our children that college is a stepping stone. It's a means to an end. It's not the be-all, end-all. Because what we're really doing by sending our kids to college is sending them into the world in the negative we're sending them already failing into adulthood because now they're 20 to a hundred thousand dollars in debt that they may end up spending the rest of their lives paying off because they can't get a good job i really want you guys to think about that so until tomorrow I talk to you guys later. Really give this, you know, today's conversation a lot of thought. Let's prepare our children for success and not set them up for failure. I talk to you later. This is Money Matters. I'm Angel, and I hope this was educational. Peace.